You know the one thing an introvert never wants to deal with? It'll be trying to figure out how to celebrate their own birthday and being around people. Let's see how this one went for me. Hello, and welcome to the whatever we're calling this podcast. It's a podcast that you will randomly hear the thoughts of a man driving around the city doing multiple tasks. Sometimes it may be about the tasks that he's doing. Other times it may be about the thoughts running through his head. Either way, I hope you enjoy it. Come along for the ride. So recently I had the opportunity to celebrate my own birthday. And it was real interesting going through that exercise, being around my loved ones. And it was real interesting giving them the opportunity to be able to celebrate me, to acknowledge me. Where all I really wanted was just to go to sleep. Aside from my loved ones that are hearing this and like, what did you really want? Just really wanted to go to sleep and take a nap. I got that. It was awesome. And... I will have to say that for that to be the reason of celebrating a birthday is definitely different than it was many moons ago. I've told one of these stories because or let me back up. I've told this I've told this story multiple times just due to the fact that it was a big turning point in my life and my um, personal development. So many moons ago on one of my birthdays. I remember it was the day that um, my parents had a very intense argument, and at the for me, it kind of marked the end of my parents' marriage. wasn't the like actual final date, but like many things, before it becomes official, you knew the breakup actually happened. It's kind of like when you like tear paper or you do something of that nature. The paper is torn, but it's not totally ripped apart. And so that's kind of how it was on that day. And so for many years, I allow for that to be a barricade for me to not really want to celebrate my birthday. Not to mention, my birthday is like in a very weird time of the year. It's, it's close to a holiday. Now, you know, another world, another part of my life. It's like next to another holiday I'm not able to celebrate. And so it's very weird. Because it's like in the middle. And so I get into that stretch of of being celebrated multiple times and let's say a week's time. And so you're trying to figure out, would you rather be celebrated on your birthday or on a different day or combined with the actual holiday? It's like three options. And trying to find that right placement is always a kind of a tricky thing, if you will. So kind of blend all that together. And then you add on to that, me being a natural introvert. Now, what that means for me is um, I'm an introvert that loves being home. Um, I'm an introvert that loves to be by himself. I can really thrive in being by myself, having space to myself and being able to, I don't say so much be creative, but also to even just have room, like even this podcast that I'm doing right now is in a space where I'm by myself and um, 
very few people are in the space that I'm in. So I feel the, the ability to kind of fill a room and to not feel challenged. And so with that being the case, as that type of introvert, when it comes to being around people, I really have to work on being engaged and not trying to find like a little space to fill that doesn't have people in it. I will say over the years, I've gotten better about it, but it is something that I constantly work on. And it's kind of interesting because I don't really know how I was as a child leading up to that point. I don't really think about those years prior to because I was always kind of active. And so I wasn't defined yet. I think I've always been kind of a close to vest type of kid. And I kind of attribute that more to being an only child. So my imaginary, my imagination was kind of key, um, you know, with stuff, animals and, you know, other than that, that nature. And even up to that point, I did have video games introduced in my life. So having that ability to do that, but I did still find myself interacting with different friends and having memories of going over people's houses for a couple of hours, then come home for dinner and actually having dinner at some other people's houses, stuff like that. So I have some of those memories. But like I said, at that point, at that significant birthday, I don't remember having those memories anymore. I remember being more inclusive or or secluded. I I remember more time kind of to myself. I remember more times of just wanting to be alone. And part of it obviously was being a child that was experiencing a divorce from a child's position and not understanding how to express my emotions or how you, but the other part was just not addressing that trauma on that particular moment. And so with that part being there for years, when I say years, I'm talking like decades, it really took until I wanted to celebrate my birthday anymore. Um, I would say what ended up happening was, I mean, even as simple as like when I turned 18, um, my dad asked me what I want to do with my birthday. And I just wanted to dress up and go out to get something to eat. I didn't want to throw a party. I didn't want to do anything. I just wanted to be kind of an intimate thing. And so I've never been even keen on parties because I feel like it's, I don't know, it, it's like a landmine to me. It's like you never know who you want to invite. You don't know what you want to do. And I guess if a party is thrown for me, I don't see it as being honored every time. For me, when a party is thrown for me, I turn into like the host of the party. Like I try to think about all those things. It's very hard for me to get out of my head of not hosting and ensuring everyone else is having a good time. Um, One of the rare times I actually did get out of my head, um, which actually I think now I think about it actually kind of feeds into it, was my high school graduation. Um, I am one of those kids and individuals who, when I graduated, I was not 18. I was actually 17. I was going to be 18 in like a couple weeks. But birthday fell, being from the state of Texas, all that good stuff. And so one of the things that ended up happening was for me, I was um, in an era where we still had exemption for our assessments. And so as long as you read a certain mark and then also favor with the classes you have, there was a potential where he didn't have to take finals. That wonderful thing. And I had did well enough to where I graduated on a Tuesday, but I was out of school for over a week or about a week because there was nothing else for me to do. And the reason why they did that 
was so that they could have time to also deal with the underclassmen scores. It's kind of like the whole wanting to make sure that all the grades go in at the same time, as well as if you need to give people a couple extra days to get their grades on so they can walk the stage, you have that um, room to be able to do so. And so for me, since I did what I need to do, I was out for a week. And I mentioned that because during that week, I had family members come into town to um, be there for my graduation because my graduation was the day at the Memorial Day. So we became kind of Grand Central Station. And with my graduation being on a Tuesday, it was like the it was the evening graduation. So ended up graduating in a location about 45 minutes away from where we live, maybe maybe 30, 45 minutes, something like that. But from Texas, 45 minutes is like driving 20 minutes anywhere else. Like once you get onto the freeway, it's like a 15, 20-minute freeway drive, which is not that far. So Eden was like, oh, it takes 45 minutes. I'm like, well, it takes like 15 just to get the freeway. So what's really drive? So did that and came back, and then that evening was just like, it was just a celebration. It was good. I got to do the things I wanted to do. My family had a great time. Um, found out later that we got the cops calling us twice. Um, but they were understanding and what have you. Um, and for me, I have those photos and I really do cherish that evening or that time for my, I really do cherish that event because it was like one of the rare events, like I felt like my family was there and I felt like regardless of all the backlash and all the issues or whatever, it was just like a, it was a good and celebratory time. And it, it was one of the rare times I felt like I actually was hosting. I got to actually enjoy and bounce around and all that. Wouldn't say I was almost a center of retention as much as I just gave an opportunity for them to celebrate. And so um, that's like one of the rare times I remember like I was just relaxing, wasn't worried about stuff. I would say the other birthday that I did not think about was, it was in my 20s. This point being married and this point, um, had a daughter, if I remember correctly, yeah, and uh, my wife planned, she planned a bowling party for me, because during that time, I was bowling, so yeah, my daughter was more, and, you know, surprise or whatever, and even for that, it was a little easier, because it was just bowling, so, like, everyone got to enjoy, but I didn't feel like I have to host, but every other birthday, it, it felt like random times, and don't really have a lecture, don't really have a desire to have a, a party, if you will. What makes it difficult is that when you have loved ones that actually want to celebrate you. When the interesting thing ends up happening being an introvert is that you tend to attract extroverts that try to make you into extroverts. And you look at them like, not myself here be an introvert. And so when you end up having extroverts that want to celebrate you in the way that they will be celebrated by making a kind of a big presentation of it, it's it can be very jarring. It can be very unsettling for an introvert if you don't prepare them for it because they try to figure out the quickest way to hide from what you're doing. 
it's a little different than people who like don't like surprises. There, it's kind of a different category because you have some people who don't like surprises, but they kind of also celebrate at the end of the day. Like they love to be celebrated, just like to kind of be in the know of what's going on. That's different than an introvert. Introvert can even be someone who's okay with surprises, but the surprise can't be that they are the center of attention. Like it's a little different. And it's that whole part that for an extrovert, they get charged by being out with people and crowds and talking. But for an introvert, that really drains them um, because of the amount of energy they have to put out. So it's kind of like for an extrovert, they get fed by crowds and people and the ability to interact. Where introverts, they get they have to exude so much power to even be at their normal level that when they leave, it like really, really takes it out of them. Like they're, they really are, you know, just want to go back to sleep or want to reset what the time and the environment is. And so it makes it very, very hard to be able to handle it and to go from there. So with that part being there, it's very, very hard for an um, introvert sometimes to handle celebration like birthdays or what have you. Now, you're probably listening and being like, you know, it's not like you're doing a lot of complaining and you're not appreciative of birthdays. Let me let me make sure it's clear. I am very thankful for every birthday that I have the honor to celebrate. I do not take my birthdays lightly. I am very grateful that I have another opportunity to celebrate the life that I've been given. Um, the time to reflect on what have I done with the last year? What is the plan for the upcoming year, for the year that I'm in? I don't take it for granted um, that I do have people who want to celebrate me and want to honor me on my birthdays and what have you. All of the, all those things are there. It is the way that becomes very challenging because you don't want to tell people how to celebrate your birthday because then they don't really want to celebrate it. Like you don't give them freedom. And one of the things I had to learn was to give people freedom on how to celebrate me on my birthday. I had to give us some of that control because part of it went back to when my parents divorced in my mind and the pain that it had because of what day it was. And so I had to release part of that to be able to release that trauma and to relate, you know, to acknowledge the trauma happened, to acknowledge the, the scars there, but to recognize it's no longer an open wound, that it has the ability to fester and infect other areas of my life. Um, but then it just kind of resets me as an introvert. And that's why you hear me mention more about the introvert part, because with birthdays, it's very hard for me to be the center of attention with the birthday. Like there's no one else deflecting on it. I have to take it all in. And the part that really broke me down to be able to learn how to do that was with my child. Um, having a child, I had to make it up in my mind that I had to show her what it looks like to be able to celebrate your birthday. And so I can't tell her some do something if I'm not willing to show her how to do it. Now, I am also very open of it's very hard um, because of like my personality that I would rather serve than to be served. But the issue is I will block my blessings if I don't give people the spaces to be able to honor me and to be able to um not so much honor like subservient like oh great masterful uh leader but just in the fact of being appreciative for what i 
poured into their lives or being appreciative for what I've done for them and for them just to show that in some token or some type of item. And what's interesting in my profession, I find it very easier to accept from that than from like this setting. Like it's it's very interesting that from my profession, um, I'm able to I'm able to be celebrated from that standpoint. But I think, but I'm not able in my birth. And I think because it's different when I'm in a group and I find like it's a group of us than like just me. And so I get the concept. Because I do it myself. I'm on the I'm on the other end where I'm able to honor and to pour into others. Um, I even understand receiving as a group. It's the in receiving individually that makes it very hard, very, very challenging, or can be very challenging. And so with my daughter, I had to show her what it looks like to be able to handle that. Now, you know, it's it's there's moments in the days now where it's like it's hard and harder than others, but I know I'm better for willing to face it head on do i have my good moments and bad moments absolutely there are moments where the thoughts try to creep back in i have to tell it no um there's been other incidents that has happened on my birthday that i have to put it in perspective and that's another thing it's if, if you're challenging if you are challenged with allowing people to celebrate you maybe it's not your birthday maybe it's another day maybe it's another event maybe it's another post the part of it that you have to come to grips with is to acknowledge why it's hard, like recognize it, acknowledge it, but you don't have to accept it any longer. Meaning, you know, I can't, I'm not, I can't, I'll be lying to myself if I didn't recognize that on that particular birthday, my parents had a very big argument, a conversation happened. My parents got you know, basically divorced in my mind. That happened. We can't change it. It is in the canon. It's there. However, how I receive it and how I interpret it, I have control to, ch to change that part of it. And it's okay to rewrite it because I'm now a new person. I'm a new author looking at it from a further distance. I've lived a little bit longer life. My scope has gotten a little bit bigger. And so I understand kind of how it fits in the picture better. And so I'm able to say, yes, this happened, but it doesn't have to define anymore. Um, is it is it a big part of my life? Absolutely. Is it a big part of my chapter if I were to write like my story? Absolutely. However, it does not have to dominate the story. And it's the life, it's the time after it that will. It's more important because the funny thing about it is for me with my birthday, with the one I talk about, I have lived longer than before. it. So my life since it has been a longer span of time than my life before it. And so it's recognizing that I have to keep it in perspective, but still acknowledge that it was there. And so it's kind of like a, it's kind of like if you ever got into like an accident and you have like a scar or something on your arm or on your leg or on your you know face or have you, you look at it and at moments you go back and you see, okay, this accident happened. However, it does not have to define in a negative way what you do moving forward. Will it be a part of your story? Yes. But does it have to be the story? Absolutely not. And so with birthdays for me, I 
use it as a chance to challenge myself to come out of my shell even more to be able to do it in a way in which it is embraced and to embrace it because I don't know how many more birthdays I will have. Don't worry, nothing's wrong, but I don't know. And so um, it's I'm not at the I'm taking it one day at a time or celebrating every day at a time, but I'm definitely at a place where I want to make sure I celebrate every birthday to the best of my ability. And I'm learning how to give people more control and more power over how they want to celebrate it so that they are welcome to celebrate it with me. Um, and so I'm not saying I'm taking it off. You can do whatever. Nah, still not a big roller coaster person. But what I am saying is I'm more open to other opportunities, what have you. Now, this year's a little different because of just what kind of led up to it. And really didn't have an opportunity to go hard in the paint, which I'm okay with. We we did a lot, a lot of things transpire. And so uh didn't get to necessarily do it, but it is what it is. So with that part being said, I'm a little happy. Um, I'm happy for life. Um, I would not say I'm looking forward to my next birthday quite yet, just because of what the number is. Um, and Jeff's, like I said, I just recently celebrated my other birthday. Um, there's a couple other events that I am looking forward to celebrating. And uh, we'll just kind of see what life takes us one day at a time. One day at a time. One day at a time. Well, I think that'll do it for today. Thank you for listening to the episodes of the whatever we're calling this podcast. Hope you enjoyed the listen. Don't have any other call to action. Just hope you enjoyed it. So be good, be great, be lifted, be strong, be powerful. Be the person God designed you to be, and I will talk to you later. Bye.